the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but take part ourselves. Yep. When they make the claims, we show up so you do not have to. Mm-mm. I'm Ross Blotcher. And I'm Carrie Poppy. And today we are talking about vaccines. Yes, we are. Very important topic. And uh, we decided that the way to really understand more about vaccines is to go to an anti-vaccination protest in Santa Monica. Yes, Santa Monica, California, one of the most beautiful cities in the world. Right by the ocean. So this little rally was found for us by one Mr. Drew Spears. Thank you, Drew Spears. Huge anti-vaccine advocate. (laughs) Yeah, that's not true. My boyfriend, Drew. He let us know that this was going to be happening. So we thought, oh, great. We're going to join the Million Mamas March to hear what they had to say and to rally to march against vaccines. Yeah, I think this event was actually called the Children's March for Humanity. But the organizing group was the Million Mamas March. Anyway, there's a lot of marching. Million Mamas. That's a little presumptuous to name yourself. It's like... Well, ambitious. When someone creates a video and they're like, I'm making a viral video. It's like, <laughs> I see you, what you mean. You don't know that yet. Yeah. Well, ambitious. Wait until you get a million followers before you call yourself that. Because I guess they've been around at least two years and they have 2,776 <laughs> likes on Facebook. Okay. Grow another 500 times larger, and then we'll talk. But at this rate, <laughs> that'll be in 100 years. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair. Wow. I really think coming out with a harsh criticism Instead, here. they should have called themselves Mothers Against Vaccines, especially regarding infants, children, kids. What does that come out to? Maverick. Maverick? They're Mavericks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very nice. You're welcome to that, mamas. That's very good. So this march was taking place, allegedly, at different cities around the country. Now, here's something interesting. I looked up their news release about this event, and I used to work in media. I used to write news releases, Mm -hmm. and I was looking at this news release, and I was like, guys, (laughs) the news release didn't have the word vaccine in it. Oh, so, no. Yeah. So, so anyone looking for that is not going to find no. it. No. Why it was would they just, do that? Uh, would there be an intentional reason? I think so. I think they didn't want to be seen as against something. They wanted to be seen as pro-children's health. Ah. It was all spun in this, we're about the future of children. We're here to talk about the dangers of what's befalling children's health in the recent years was how it was framed. And, and now we want to look out for kids of the future, but no specifics. So any news organization looking at this would just be like okay great kids are good you know they wouldn't know what you're talking about cool yay kids yeah kids are good great pbs so then of course no media came and they were like well you know mainstream media it's hard to get them out Mm, for something like this but then if the media showed up they'd be like see people really care about this issue and when you have either one fits into your worldview exactly threatens it it's not a falsifiable worldview sure so we showed up on june 17th it was a saturday at 9 30 a.m that's when it gets started and getting me up for something at 9 30 (laughs) a.m you did it you were ready yeah the first thing i said we got there and you were like oh good the park's right here and i was like yeah but the starbucks is right over there (laughs) we're getting this made a starbucks break i've gotta say when we first started this show and we wrote out our initial list of things off at the top of our heads yeah that we really wanted to look into anti-vaccine groups were high on that list we both wanted to look into that and it's been difficult because i think for that same reason when i do like a search for vaccines on meetup.com. Nothing comes up. Uh-huh. Natural moms. And that would bring up some things, but I couldn't get an indication of whether they were specifically against vaccines. So yeah, I was excited when Drew found this and you told me about it. And to be fair, most of the time, that's only one thing you care about. If you're a natural mom or whatever, sure. you know, you're probably also like into healthy living and yoga. fitness and yoga. <laughs> you're into yoga. <laughs> so we should have just been hanging out with all those yogsters. And you're anti-GMO. We'll find that there are kind of a lot of ideas oh. that are sort of married. A lot is going on here. Yeah. (laughs) More than I expected. So we parked over next to the Santa Monica Pier because parking is so difficult in Santa Monica. $12 to park. Yeah, thanks for covering that. No problem. So we got your Starbucks. We got my Starbucks. We walked over to the the park. park. Mm -hmm. It's a nice park. Yeah, as we were approaching, we're checking our watches like, okay, it's a couple minutes after 930. Not Not seeing a million mamas here. Not many people. Yeah. 
Is so, this the right place? Yep, this is City Hall. Yeah, it's hard to miss. There's a big central piece of the building that shoots up maybe like three, four stories. And it says City Hall in big letters. And then there are wings on either side of it. And there's this big, lovely, multi-tiered fountain that extends out in front of the building. It's got lily pads. It's got birds coming to visit. You birds. Sweet, sweet seagulls. Yeah, we walk up to this and we see there is on the street level before you walk in next to the fountain, there's a table where they're handing out literature. They've got these bags, like giveaway bags, the kids' bags, and then the adult bags. Kids' bags got much more stuff in them. So when two bags love each other... Very that's, much. How, that's how you get these kid bags. And so, yeah, we grabbed the adult bags and they were filled with literature. And at first they were like, oh, you don't need any kids bags. And then they kind of tilted their heads like, oh, you didn't come here with any kids, you weirdos. Okay. Oh, yeah. Why would you care about all this? Yeah. Well, my son's 16. He's already vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want any kids. Anyway, here we are. (laughs) We got our bags, which were in Whole Foods bags. Yeah, don't know if Whole Foods donated them. Probably just had a bunch of Whole Foods bags. Yeah, I think they just grabbed a bunch of the bakery Mm, bags that you take. Gotcha. Yeah, when you like grab, you know, a cookie or something and you slide it in the bag. So all in total, I think there were five or six booths. The first one that we encountered belonged to this Beamer technology. Yeah. Beamer. So the two ladies who were kind of running this booth were still getting it set up and you could see they had these sort of reclining beach chairs and they were clamping with like alligator clamps this pad to the chair. That was like electrical. It plugged in. Yeah. And it was attached to this almost e-metery looking thing Mm -hmm. like this device that gave you sort of a readout. And so we walked over there and immediately they wanted to grab onto us and start talking to us. And the first thing they tell us is this device is so great. It unblocks your blood. And they start talking about how it has this this printout (laughs) that shows your blood and you can see your blood. Use the phrase river of blood. Yeah, and they just keep describing blood, which even even as I'm doing it right now makes me feel lightheaded. I can't think about the vascular system for very long. And I'm sorry, I always forget that. And so (laughs) then Carrie's like, you know, I think I'm gonna need to like go sit down for a bit. (laughs) Like, oh yeah, yeah, let's not talk about that. And they're like, oh no, we're just talking about the circulatory system. I was like, stop right there. Yeah, I have that whatever it is that makes you not able to do that. I went and sat down, but fortunately there was a bench right next to that booth so I could watch while you got yourself de-blood clogged. One of the women there was sight impaired, and so she had a guide dog. (gasps) Yes, she did a radish. Radish. You got to hang out with radish. I asked her if I could pet radish because usually a working dog you're not supposed to pet, but she said, yeah, pet radish. Radish was really sweet. Oh, yeah. 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 I spent some time with radish later. So they weren't quite done setting up, but they said, oh, yeah, well, let's get you started. It's an eight-minute session that will rejuvenate you. You're going to feel so good. And here, have some water beforehand. Oh, actually, sign this waiver. So I had to sign a waiver. And <laughs> no big deal. This is just saying that, you know, we're not going to cure your diabetes in eight minutes, though it's going to help you in so many ways. But, you know, we can't promise that. So, so go ahead and sign this. All right. Did you read it? I took a picture of it. Okay. I, I kind of scanned it. One of the things they said as you were getting ready was that it would emit an electromagnetic frequency yes. and that this is how it works. That's what heals you. And I was like... They said it operates what? by PEMF. Oh, okay. As long as there's a P. Well, I said, well, okay, I think of EMFs as bad, which I don't really, but you mm, know, this yeah. is what we always no, hear. No, that was smart to... Yeah, this y- what, you said it like, I think I've heard that EMFs are really harmful. Because we always hear that, that EMFs come out of your phone and they're bad for you and they cause cancer or whatever. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. I mean, this it's just like the ground has EMFs. Yeah, she kind of stomps on the ground yeah, and she like, says, this is 45 micro Tesla. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Mm. Now it's clear. Yeah, right. Like, oh, wow. This is the the tune of this conversation. Oh, boy, was it. (laughs) There was the woman who was kind of the main proprietor. I checked out their website later, and you can become a distributor. So clearly she is this distributor. Oh, Uh, so do you think it's like a multi-level marketing thing? I think that's an element of it. Okay. And so she was saying, oh, yeah, we want to get these in every home. element of it? Mm. Mm. (laughs) I see what you did there. So they want to get... Uh, this chicken in every pot, so to speak. And then the woman who is, I assume her assistant, or maybe they're both distributors, the sight impaired woman, she was the one who really just engaged with me and kept talking through my whole eight minute session, throwing all this information at me. So yeah, I sat down and they said there's coils inside and it's totally not harmful. I asked, well, does it generate heat? Nope, doesn't generate any heat. That's not at all part of its action. You can't overdo it, can't hurt you, which is always a sign like, well, if it can't hurt you. So confusing. We're going to release an episode 
pretty soon about our visit to Contact in the Desert where mm-hmm. someone else equates EMF with heat. Yes. So boy, this is all so confusing, but yes. go ahead. Yeah, okay. yeah. All these mutually exclusive claims. Yeah. yeah, we could really do a separate episode on this Beamer device, but this is your mini yeah. episode lit. And they kept referencing- are they referencing vaccines at all during no. this? And <laughs> okay. So I actually did bring up the question while I was like six minutes into my eight minute session, like, so what if I am vaccinated? Uh-huh. Will this help in any way? And they said, well, it helps increase the circulation, which is tied to every disease. Every disease is amplified by because, you know, that's how things move through your body is through the blood. Mm-hmm. And it helps create a more alkaline environment and diseases cannot live in an alkaline system. What? Yep. Well, that's not true. No, that's what she said, though. And she, she said it, it has to be true. And she also said that I will pee this out. In fact, it may have been the mother of the distributor who told me that. So she was sitting in the other chair. They had two chairs rigged up with this device. And she was saying, oh, yeah, I do this every day. And it makes me feel so great. And she says that there's also these different applicators that they have. So you can get these spot applicators and you can put it on your knee or you can put it on your neck. So she said she puts it on her head, even though they didn't tell her to. But it oh, helps her. my goodness. She is just such a scallywag. Think more clearly. <laughs> They kept referencing this German doctor. This is good German science, and it's backed by so much science. And on the website, I could not find the name of this doctor. Mm. You think they would have that kind of upfront. Right. Unless I'm missing it somehow. Apparently, Beamer itself stands for Bioelectromagnetic Energy Regulation. Bio something something regulation. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) It took her a while to think of that. So I'm assuming she remembered it correctly. Boy. So this lives in your body for 12 hours. So you don't need to do it all the time. But again, you can't overdo it. And, you know, they've driven. And then you pee it out. They've driven like eight hours sitting on one of these and then felt perfectly fine. They do have a battery in them so they can maintain a charge after you've plugged them in for a while. There was one weird claim saying that if you have one of these, you don't need to inject babies with nitrous oxide. Apparently that's a thing. Maybe certain babies need. I I was a little confused how she was describing this. But then just a little later, she said kids under 10 months don't need this because their bodies naturally do this. And then we lose that ability over time as our microcirculation suffers. So that seemed conflicting Uh to me. Maybe it was for kids like with a certain medical condition. Right, maybe. They asked me partway through, it's always awkward when you're in one of these situations. They say, so do you feel anything? Oh, right. And I'm kind of reminded of my Mormon baptism. I say, uh, yeah, I feel good. Uh (laughs) They talked about sinusoidal waves that vibrate at the optimum level. And does that mean in your sinuses? uh, No, just the wave itself is sinusoidal. Oh, okay. Apparently. Thank goodness it's optimal. There's a resonant frequency. Oh, I knew frequency was coming up here. In every cell in your body. Oh, my God. There was so much jargon. It Uh was amazing. My best resonant frequency is negative 70 to negative 90 millivolts. So Mm. this will put me in that range. Great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, yeah. after And this is operating at 45 Tesla coil per megawatts, correct? (laughs) Correct. Okay, good. Per inductive. Hydroponic. Wave. Quantum influx transversal. Great, great, great. So after eight minutes, it dinged and I was done. And so I got to drink another glass of water. That was important. And then later on, I can pee out all my toxins. I wonder what would happen if after that you were like, oh, I feel terrible. Oh, my head hurts so bad. <laughs> ow, oh, ow, 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 Grab your stomach yeah. and just double over. Yeah, start vomiting. <laughs> that sort of thing never occurs to me in the moment, but yeah, much later, it sounds I, like a great it's idea. It's not our style. Yeah, yeah. But I, I wouldn't do that to these very sweet ladies. I wouldn't either. But it would be an interesting experiment to see if then they were like, oh, oh, this that couldn't possibly be our machine, as opposed to when it's something good, it's, oh, that's definitely our machine. <laughs> and so you'd gone off. You were looking at other booths at this point. So what did you find? Oh, yes. Well, I wanted to kind of just see what else was around there. And I quickly discovered that not there wasn't very much vaccine information. Hmm. Yeah. At a vaccine rally. So, yeah, there was the Million Mamas March booth, and they had vaccine information. And there was another booth further off that did have vaccine information that you and I would go to later. Yes. But over where the cluster of most of the booths were, it was a chiropractor, 
like an organic foods joint and and then the Weston A. Price Foundation. Oh, which, which you is, knew about. Yeah, I never heard of these guys. It's a group I've known about for a long time and there's no reason anyone else should have ever heard of them. But I'm, um, I'm almost surprised they were there because it seems like they were at direct odds with, I think, what a lot of these mamas would be yeah, thinking yeah, and eating. In some ways, yes. And in some ways, no. You know, all these different groups have so many little funny factions. But so what's their deal? So they're very anti-vegetarian and anti-vegan, which is why what I'm so... What a weird thing to be anti. <laughs> ...aware of them. Yeah. So when I was working full-time in animal rights, I kind of had to deal with them a little bit because there's this notion that soy is very bad for you. And people would often cite the Weston A. Price Foundation as where they got this information. Which sounds relatively prestigious and important. It certainly has the word foundation in it, and it mm-hmm. has an Anglo-Saxon man's name in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I would always have to go back and look at the Weston A. Price Foundation's website and see if they'd updated it with any actual relevant information. And in my opinion, they never had. And that's not to say there aren't complicated arguments you can make about vegetarian and vegan diets, but their particular arguments, I think, are very silly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was looking through that flower you've got there, and they were very poor arguments. Oh, yeah. No, let's see. What have we got here? Myth. Livestock is a major source of greenhouse gas emissions. Okay. This is something the UN agrees about, right? Mm -hmm. No. Weston A. Price Foundation is blowing this one wide open. Only a small percentage of atmospheric methane comes from ruminant flatulence. The largest source is the burning of fossil fuels for electricity, heat, and transportation. Okay, and there's like no source for that. It's just in a leaflet. And even so, just because something isn't the largest contributor to a problem doesn't mean it's not worth countering. Right. I have a flyer from them that showed up in my Whole Foods bag saying butter is better. And it's all about how butter is much healthier for you than margarine or spreads or other butter replacements and it lists all the diseases and conditions it will help prevent. Wonderful. Anyway, yeah, what has this got to do with the vaccines, Ross? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing, honey. Nothing at all. Yeah, they had a leaflet about why soy is bad. Anyway, I go over there and I'm like, oh, wow, Weston A. Price. I finally get to see them in the flesh. And it was just <laughs> a, <laughs> a lady giving a long tirade to some other lady about how she shouldn't be vegan. And I like it when that's happening at a booth. Two people are engaged in this debate. So you can just kind of watch, grab what you need and get out. Yeah, exactly. I was just like, oh, I'm reading this leaflet. And the woman on the receiving end of the tirade was like, oh, wow, that's really interesting. Oh, my friend over there is a vegan. I, uh, I'll have to tell her. <laughs> okay. Oh, geez. Oh, this is going to be a real letdown. Really yeah. Also, by the way, none of this dealt with the treatment of animals, which is great. That's incidental. <laughs> right. There was the Purim booth, Purim. Yeah, it's like Purim, the celebration right. for Jews, but with an extra U in there. Yes. Yeah, uh, I guess it would be pure E-M. So we went over there together and yeah. tried some of their supplemental juice. Yeah, they had fully vegan juices. Would have been fun to see them duke it out with the Weston A. Price Foundation. But uh, yeah, they gave us some samples. It was quite tasty. And they talked about achieving your perfect body. Yeah, one lady there said she had lost like 60 pounds or something. That guy was in fantastic shape. Yeah. He looked good. I want to look like that guy. And then they gave us a code to get $50 off of our first order. And I was like, Jesus, how much is this? I think it's like, what was it? Like 10 day transformation. I want to buy it. I want to buy it. Take my money. $209, but retail, $290. PLC price, that's when you're a distributor. Okay, so it's another one of these. Oh my gosh, multi-level marketing. So they had both bought into it. They've probably bought a bunch of product and we're hoping we'll buy some of it through them. Oh, wow. Oh, that makes sense because I see on the back is the seller's name. Mm. So this $50 discount is probably like through their particular store online. Yeah, and they wanted... (sighs) us to put in our email addresses we did i've already gotten an email from I have them too mm-hmm. okay now that's all making sense so those people were there they were delightful yeah oh they were super nice carrie tried to talk the gentleman into joining the neighborhood joining council neighborhood council come to the meetings they're long they're boring <laughs> they're <laughs> this, really this your, good at pitching that was your sales pitch yeah, yeah. <laughs> made me want to go they are so boring you have no idea <laughs> It turned out he was in a nearby neighborhood council anyway. Hey, Carrie, guess what? What? 
it's time for a Jumbotron. What? This is our first Jumbotron, Jumbotron ever. Jumbotron. This is too exciting. This is not only exciting for the person who left it, but for you and for me. I'm excited. And this is a good one, too. Our first Jumbotron is to tell you about the Cryptid Keeper. <gasps> That's a comedy podcast about cryptids. That's any type of creature not explicitly proven or disproven by science, such as Bigfoot, Nessie, and more. And it's for people who love them. And it's hosted by two gals who love folklore and strange creatures and making jokes and asking the important questions like, does the Mothman have a girlfriend? Each week, they cover a different strange creature from around the world and have some fun with it. This sounds like a really good show, Ross. Yeah, this sounds like an awesome show. I'm going to listen to the show because I have been a lifelong fan of The Cryptid. You can look for the podcast. Again, it's called The Cryptid Keeper on iTunes and subscribe and follow them on Twitter at CryptKeepPod and like them on Facebook. Again, that's CryptKeepPod. Just rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> CryptKeepPod. Check it out. CryptKeepPod. But Carrie, I want to hear something about another show on Maximum Fun. The you, Podcast Network? Yeah. Do you know any other shows on Maximum Fun? No, I've never listened to any shows on that network. Okay, well, here, let me look for one. Oh, here's one. Well, hoopity-dop-dop, scoopity-dee-dop, hoopity-dabity-doopity-hoopity-hoop. Hoopity-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-do
you inject it's something like a teaspoon of nutmeg into a human and you will die it's a toxic amount of injected nutmeg right now we don't suddenly say nutmeg is get that toxic. pumpkin pie away from me right exactly yeah yeah An- another one that they talk about constantly and was brought up many times at this rally is formaldehyde because right. that sounds bad. We, we hear formaldehyde and we think about bodies being preserved in formaldehyde. That's not what I want in me. But all of you listening have formaldehyde in you right now. Your body naturally forms it mm-hmm. and uses it to break things down. And the amount in a vaccine is negligible. It can't do anything to you. It won't do anything negative to you. And so it is, well, I was going to say purposefully deceptive to say that. But, you know, some people may just not understand dosing. Right. But to point it out as this dangerous thing and in Evoke that mental image is right. totally wrong. Yeah, in some cases intentionally and in some cases unintentionally. This other card says sudden infant deaths, SIDS, spike after vaccines. Not a coincidence. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's true. Yeah, so then there's this other problem with causation and correlation. Mm-hmm. I'm sure our listeners are up on this reality. but This uh, is another thing they do not understand. So just because two things happen near each other doesn't mean one caused the other. Post hoc ergo propter hoc. Oh, well, that, okay, now they get it. That's the fun way to say it. That's like the, the one logical fallacy that's really fun to say. Well, to quote is also fun to say. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the whole idea that this happens and then that happens, therefore, it this caused, caused that. Right. right. And so you hear so many stories. Actually, I just watched the movie Vaxxed last night. Oh, great. I haven't seen it yet. The one directed by Andrew Wakefield, who started this whole MMR autism scare. MMR is the vaccine for measles, mumps, and rubella. Almost all of the arguments were parents tearfully telling the story of how their child was cognitively normal and mm. responsive and loving. And then they got a vaccine. And within minutes or days, the the child had seizures or some sort of repetitive motion and then all of a sudden they lost that child and I could no longer see him or her and Mm. then the child was severely autistic. Mm. That's such a terrible story to hear that and to hear about the parent going through that. But unfortunately, it's really just an example of this A happens, then B happens, and then you assume that A had something to do with it. I remember hearing a story from a parent who had gone through this, but for whatever reason it was, they didn't get the vaccine the day they thought they were going to. And then their child went through that exact same sort of transformation. And they said, if my child had gotten the vaccine when she was scheduled to... I would have assumed that was the cause. I would have totally assumed that was the cause. It would seem very reasonable. And yeah, it's hard to blame people because it does sound reasonable. You inject some chemical into your child and then all of a sudden this transformation happens very soon afterward. So yeah, one of the issues at play here is that a lot of these conditions manifest around the same age that we tend to administer vaccines. Yes. And that's especially true of autism spectrum disorders, or this is my understanding anyway, a lot of the symptoms that parents start to notice will manifest around the same age that we start to give these vaccines. Right. There's a really large sample size because almost all children get vaccinated. Right. Because that's what pediatricians recommend because pediatricians care about children and preventing horrible, horrible diseases that we've forgotten just how horrible they are because we haven't been exposed to them for so long. But here's the good news. Because we have this big sample size, science can figure out, did the vaccine cause it or not? Right. Guess what? doesn't. It didn't. Yeah. So it is a reasonable concern. This was something worth looking into. And yeah, guess what? Scientists have looked into it over and over with huge sample sizes and determined conclusively that there is no link between particularly the MMR vaccine and autism. Just in the interest of intellectual honesty, that's not to say there are never any risks associated with vaccines. There's risks associated with every medicine you can Mm -hmm. take. You take an aspirin, there's a risk. And that's a point that we've made before, that if there is zero risk to something, it's probably not doing anything. Like (laughs) in the case of homeopathy. (laughs) Right. And one real life risk that people point to is that occasionally a vaccine can lead to Guillain-Barre syndrome, Mm -hmm. which is uh, kind of a neuro degenerative disease, strips away some of the protective coating on nerve cells is my understanding. And sometimes it's a temporary thing and it kind of goes away, the body recovers. But I think in about a third of the people who have it, it can 
really debilitate them. But how rare is that? It's like one in a million, okay. literally like one in a million. And my sister, who is a doctor, I saw her the weekend that we were going to this anti-vaccine rally. And she said kind of what you just said, which is, well, we have really large sample sizes in the millions. We know a lot. Vaccines are a win, win, win. But she also gave me this Mayo Clinic Proceedings journal and uh, pointed me to an article on Guillain-Barre syndrome. And it was listing some of the infections that will cause that syndrome. It's more likely that you would get that from one of these diseases that can often be prevented by a vaccine. So you're still better off vaccinating statistically. But yeah, in that one in a million chance when that does happen to someone and that one in a third of that one in a million leads to really dangerous prolonged consequences. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. But when you when you do that utilitarian weighing of the greatest good for the greatest number of people, it is so vastly outweighed by stamping out these diseases. Oh, yeah. I mean, things that people die of when they're six. Just Google pictures of people who have rubella and mumps. Right. There's a great website one of our friends made, uh, Derek Bartholomus, called Jenny, Jenny McCarthy. McCarthy Body Count. Yeah. com, where you can see kind of since Jenny McCarthy publicly spoke out against vaccines, how many... Vaccine-preventable deaths there have been. Right. And for anyone who doesn't know who Jenny McCarthy is, she was a Playboy playmate who became an actress and model and... Anti-vaccine alarmist. And someone you should not get medical advice from. (laughs) Right. I actually read her book about being a mom. I think it was called Belly Laughs. That was where she first came out against vaccines. Interesting. And like even before she was talking about vaccines and autism, she was describing her child as an indigo child, I believe. Yes, yeah. Which had all these weird metaphysical claims attached to it. Yeah, yeah. And now she's claimed that she's healed her child with dietary changes. I believe that's right. Wow. Okay. Although I think she also has pulled back a little bit on like some of her prior claims. I don't want to speak out of turn about old JM because I'm not sure. Also want to say there are some rare conditions that children can have that make them unable to get certain vaccinations. Uh, Like there are mitochondrial diseases that Mm. you can have that make it so you can't get these vaccinations. But these are things that children are typically tested for at birth. And in that case, then fair enough. That's why we then need the herd immunity of other people with these vaccines to protect them statistically from getting those diseases. Right. And when a kid is born, they, they do a heel prick and they test for all these really rare blood abnormalities and they see if you got them and that gives them all the information they need to know whether you can get these shots and bada bing. Yeah, they had listings at this booth on these various materials that are inside of some vaccines. And that's another thing that they kind of glide past, which is that not all vaccines contain all these things. Sure. So another one is mercury. They always talk about Uh, thimerosal and uh, excuse us for all this exposition. But, you know, we've read a fair amount about this. Of course, we are not doctors. So talk to your physician before making any decisions. But yeah, people hear mercury and they think, oh, great, that's what makes people go crazy. We've tried Mm -hmm. to remove mercury from every application which it could get into the body. Yeah, people talk about mercury-safe tuna. Why am I injecting it into my kid? (laughs) Right. And so there's a a few problems here. First of all, that the mercury that gets used as a preservative in some vaccines is not bioaccumulating. It's not the type that sticks in the body or stays in the body. It's connected to other things. It passes through, and then it's gone. Whereas feeding fish is another matter. Uh, Then the other problem with that is that after a public scare, people being concerned about this and asking for it to be removed. It was. For all vaccines that you get, I think under the age of six, you can get in non-thimerosal doses. So it's really been a non-issue since I think 2001, like a long time. And so thimerosal went away, and yet the autism rates did not change whatsoever. And so that really gave lie to this whole concept. You can still get the thimerosal version if you want to, though. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's why they're getting away with putting it there because it still technically exists. Maybe. You mentioned our friend Derek, who's a vaccine advocate, and he specifically asks for the thimerosal one. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) just to make the point. Well, yeah, I think partly because supposedly 
this is, again, my layman's understanding, thimerosal is the better preservative. It preserves the vaccine for a longer time. It makes it more able to travel to countries where they where it can't be stored in refrigeration and so right. on. So he, they put it in multi-dose vials right. so you can have that larger content there. But yeah, if you ask for something in a single dose, which we heard many times at this rally, like always ask for the single dose, then you know you're not getting it. So I think to support that still being available, he always asks mm. for the thimerosal version. Another one that we were hearing about a lot was glyphosate. Yes. I'd never heard of before, but people were carrying posters talking about glyphosate. Yeah. And at this booth, they were talking about the dangers of glyphosate. Yeah. I've looked this up since. Did you also? Yeah. It's a crop desiccant. It's for weeding out weeds. Yeah. It's Roundup. Oh, oh, that's just another word for Roundup. It's the active ingredient. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like an herbicide. Apparently, some activists claim that they have evidence that it's been found in vaccines as a contaminant, Mm. they say. Okay. Not that it's intentionally added in as an ingredient. Oh, So again, perhaps a little misleading. I didn't find any response to this from, say, the CDC. The response that I found was from Monsanto, which you could say is equally motivated. But Monsanto's response was, no, there's no scientific evidence of that. But, you know, I'm I'm not going to take either of those as as, uh, God's word. Yeah, I couldn't find really like an unbiased answer on that in either direction. This uh, postcard also lists aluminum. That's another one that's mentioned frequently. And genetically modified yeast, animal, bacterial, and viral DNA, monosodium glutamate, MSG, and polysorbate. Delicious, 80 MSG. And 20. Mm hmm. Mm. That's another episode right there. Yeah, so this booth just gave us a bunch of literature to hand out, and they said, oh, just grab away, grab as much as you want. (laughs) Ross kept just saying, I will take this. This is good information, stuff like that. Hey, you grabbed like the little pad that had 100 tear-off papers. Yeah, and gave them to Drew as a present. That was very nice of you. (laughs) Lucky Drew. So let's see. We've got one postcard that says, there's no such thing as a safe vaccine and safe is in scare quotes Mm -hmm. every shot contains toxic chemicals there's another one that just shows the amount of vaccine doses for u.s children over the years so in 1962 there were only five doses in 1983 the year you were born yeah holla there were 24 doses and now there's 72 so there's just too much, Carrie, too much, okay. too fast. And now kids don't have to get chicken pox like I did. Oh, yeah. They also gave us, at the very beginning, we haven't mentioned, these armbands that uh, say, Oh, yeah. Do not vaccinate white <laughs> on gray. And then on the other side, it's red. And it says in white, a voice for choice. Dot org. We hmm. put them on and we both in robotic language were like, we will put these on now. I guess I'm wearing this. I will now have this, this on my wrist. I am advertising Thank this. Thank you very much. Are you putting yours on? Should we put these on together? Sure. Okay. All right. This is on Thanks my wrist again. On. Cool. It's only the second time I've worn it. So as we were collecting material there and stuffing it into our Whole Foods bags, we heard an announcement saying that, hey, we're ready to start our march. Yay. Time to march. And then we looked at each other like, we haven't really thought through whether we're marching in this thing. Oh, I knew I was marching. Oh, okay. I'm joining this march. They said, we're going to march to Colorado and back. And I told Carrie, oh, that's too far. <laughs> and I thought you were making the opposite joke because I knew that Colorado Street was really close. So uh-huh. I thought your joke was like, oh, come on, you guys. Colorado Street is two blocks away. My joke was far dumber than that, <laughs> more surface level. Uh, but yeah, it was just, it was one third of the distance to our that, car that we'd walked, yeah, from the parking lot. <laughs> so it, so it was short. really short. They grab as many of us as aren't tending booths and we all get together which is mostly adults how many kids do you think there were there were kids uh there were about 15 kids okay now i want to point out they had asked the kids to dress as professionals and they had specifically said oh i forgot about that yes because none of the kids were were one child was so they had said they especially suggested nurses doctors firefighters you know the kind of classic things that kids want to be when they grow up Mm. they said to symbolize all the lost professionals that kids would grow up to be but because of vaccines they instead grow up to be autistic adults 
Oh my goodness. I know. So one child was dressed as a doctor just walking around with his little stethoscope and fake band-aids. And he That's still an overrepresentation. One out of 15 is a vast overstatement <laughs> of how many doctors we've lost. Yes, true. Which and, is probably and closer not to because zero. Because vaccines still right. but uh and he's putting his little band-aids on people and his dad was falling around and saying, But that band-aid is not for a vaccine because we don't give shots, right? Tyler or whatever the kid's name was and he'd be like yeah dad like he didn't care at all oh the stories these kids will have to tell oh, can you imagine it, well i hope so i hope they what grow up and are just telling these stories on the moth and right. being like this was effing ridiculous i i felt like this investigation hurt my heart more than most do oh yeah just because said that, yeah. there were all these kids running around with their parents and you know looking bored or you know, like kids and you know their parents just willfully kind of dragging them to this thing I don't know if we've said yet, like when we first arrived, there weren't many people. But once we'd all gathered together to go march, there was not a big crowd. I would say it was about 50 people. Right. For, you know, what's supposed to be this big rally in the Los Angeles representation. They were clearly a little let down that not many people had showed up. And it just felt like a really small crowd. And so as we start off on our march, I'm doing the math and I'm thinking, you and I are 4% of this crowd. This is so rough. Like, feel, Hold on, I need to do some quick math here. I'm feeling like really bad, like, oh man, we should we should leave just to, you know, numerically decrease that. But yeah, people had signs with all kinds of little captions and we walk across a bridge and there's a very attractive gentleman at the front who's dressed kind of like a monk. Oh, yeah. I was I was thinking he looks more like a warrior, but I know who you mean. A warrior monk. Yeah, a and warrior monk. African-American gentleman. Yeah, he's shouting out the oh, slogans. Man. Some of them catchy oh, and pithy, some of them not. Yeah, not a great chanter. Mm-hmm. But hey, you got to give him credit for... Good leader. Good at getting everybody going. Just maybe needed to think out his chance in advance. <laughs> Chance in advance. Yeah, chance in advance. Exactly. See, I should do them. No. Speaking of which, when we were at that booth, I told the lady there, uh, she was saying, take all this literature, spread it far and wide. And I said, far and wide, not formaldehyde. Oh, yeah. And you were like, you can use that. <laughs> You're welcome like, to that. Okay. Thanks. Like, she didn't, mm-hmm. she didn't give two shits. As she shouldn't. <laughs> She's like, we're not here for puns. We're here for saving lives. But there are plenty of puns in these chants. Yeah, there's a really good one toward the end. But first, they have to stumble through some real bad chants. Yeah, so we started with health, freedom, health, choice. Yeah, what? Okay, stop right away. People can't tell the word health from their cars. I have done a lot of chanting in my day, Ross. Uh-huh. I know chance. The word health is not going to carry. They're going to hear hell. They just heard hell, freedom, hell choice. <laughs> oh, that's that a good consideration. Make, that didn't make any sense. Then we started chanting a lot of things that started with our children. So our children, our choice. Yeah, okay. I mean, a little domineering, but okay. Our children, our decision. Yeah, nope. Too long? Our children, <laughs> the, the, our decision. Oh, yeah, that's right. Then he just like took like the emphasis real different hard Different chant. <laughs> so we'd repeat that a few times then. Our children, not yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, which then I felt kind of weird about. I was like, I don't have any children. No, I, now that you're really <laughs> emphasizing that they're not mine, I feel weird chanting this one. Our children, I birthed them. 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 Okay, I'm calling this the worst. Raise kids, not toxins. Yeah, that was really bad. Also, toxins is hard to say loud. Mm-hmm. Toxins, uh, again, doesn't carry. Sounds like you're saying toxic. Someone in their car just heard raise children, not toxic. They don't know what the hell is going on. No, not good. And then on the way back, this is a very short walk, we hit Colorado, we crossed the street, there were a lot of just confused looking tourists who passed us by. Nobody honked. With their Google Maps, who were just like, what? What is this? <laughs> no visible sign of support from anybody. Yeah. And so. Oh, there was one guy who drove by and he saw us and he, he kind of looked and, like, I think he was deciding whether to honk. And then he just shook his fist in, like, a sort of power fist for a second. Oh, okay. I think he was just sort of like, uh, good job. You're, you're for something. Me too. Oh, good. I'm glad we were there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> power to the people. <laughs> 
glad we were there. (laughs) (laughs) On our way back, they found a legitimately good chant and then overdid it. Yeah. Parents call the shots. Yeah, okay. This one's good. Finally, we got it. So that's all we said for the next quarter mile. Parents call the shots. Yeah, and then Ross and I get into it. We're like, yeah, parents call the shots. 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 We're so excited for them, and then we and, like realize, oh, wh- why are we chanting? This? And then he, then he was shouting power, and like people were trying to work power in there, and I wasn't sure what do we do with that. Oh, power that's calls right. the shots. Parents call the power. I wasn't sure. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. And then you started just mixing it up. You were saying, (laughs) parents call the shops and (laughs) parrots call the shops. That's right. I forgot about that. Picturing little parrot birds calling (laughs) shops. Hello. Well done. Thank you. (laughs) Parents call the cops. That was another one you said. (laughs) (laughs) And our voices weren't quite drowned out because there were not many people there. They were just like, these two really don't understand. So I was I was glad at how pitiful this whole march had been. So, yeah. so we get back and now it's time for all the talks to begin. You, you know, it is good news that even in Santa Monica, which is like as granola as it right. gets. I was expecting more people. I was expecting more people and more like just support from people driving by. Still people were like, oh, no, man, vaccinate your kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was heartening. Yeah. Like, oh, good. good. You're truly fringe. And this is kind of embarrassing, as it should be. I know some of our listeners are probably listening and being like, oh, guys, why did you even march in that? But we kept our distance. We didn't carry signs. We were barely a part of this thing, I promise. (laughs) Indeed. Except for two seconds where we got excited about the parents call the shots thing. So the first speaker who came up was the organizer of this event and the chief mama in A Million Mamas. Kellyanne Conway. (laughs) It sure looked like Kellyanne Conway. She looks so much like Kellyanne Conway. Yeah, you said that. I was like, oh my goodness, that's why she looks familiar. Yeah. Totally. Wendy Silvers. Wendy Silvers. And a woman in her maybe early 50s. 50s, yeah. But, you know, very attractive. She's clearly worked out. She's got a good body and she was showing it off with a tight-fitting dress. Long blonde hair. I mean, yeah, picture Kellyanne Conway. You get it. And she was saying that this is the third year they've done this rally. And so 2015, 2016, now we're here for the third year. And she started with these affirmations while they passed out a bunch of sage. Great. Yeah. So So we already know what this is going to be. Right. The first thing she tells us is take this sage and we want to sprinkle it because normally we would light it, but this is a federal facility. We're not allowed to burn things. So we're just going to, we're going to sprinkle it. So they pass it out and I grab a, thankfully like a, a whole bushel of it, a piece that has a bunch of leaves on it. Because, you know, when they say, okay, now we're going to sprinkle it, I grab some and I sprinkle it on the ground. Yeah. And then constantly there's all these incitements saying, oh, we're going to sprinkle it. Like, when are we going to sprinkle it? Like, I've got the leaf in my hand. I I can't not sprinkle it. Right. So I sprinkled many of those leaves. Yeah, they kept saying we're about to, we're about to, we're about to and not doing it. To sanctify the space. Oh, right. That was the goal. And listen, I have zero problem with people burning sage. I love the smell of sage. I'm totally down with it if you think that it's holy. But it tipped me off to like, oh, okay, like this is going to be a different thing because I thought this was going to be a straight, this is bad science rally. But no, this is going to broach the gap between vaccines are bad science and a sort of like metaphysical mystical thing yeah one of the first indicators is as she's telling us over and over to sprinkle the sage she says that we're doing this to honor mama earth all right okay that's the kind of rally we're at but we cannot dedicate we cannot consecrate we cannot hallow these grounds because why 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 can't we do that (laughs) the world will little note nor long remember what we say here but it can never forget what they did here. I think they can. (laughs) We hope they they do, right? (laughs) So there's a lot more to come. We've got far more lectures. Oh, man. Speakers than we ever would have hoped for or anticipated. I thought this was pretty much over. We marched. Yeah. Wasn't this just called the march? Well. March, children's march for humanity. Right, right. Yeah, you're going to rally, you're going to march. And, you know, there's not that many people there, right? So we're good. Let's go home. Mm -hmm. No. Oh, no? No, it turns out about a quarter of the audience is slated to give talks. (laughs) 
<laughs> what? At this rally. And uh, <laughs> what? And so we were there for another couple hours at least. Oh, boy. So we're going to bring you all of these additional talks in part two of our anti-vaccine protest. So this is not over, folks. We wanted to give you this background on what vaccines are, what's the science behind them. We wanted to give you all that information. But in part two, you'll hear what they have to say. So that's it for our show. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. Our producer and co-editor is Ian Kramer. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash onrack, O-N-R-A-C. We're going to post a bunch of pictures. So come see the pictures, come see the rally, and feel like you've been there. We have. And be sure to like us on iTunes. Look, you can just say, you know, five stars. I like these people. You don't have to write a review. Mm -mm. You can just recommend it. Or you could write the words, I like these people. That is also good. And you can tell your friends and you can support us on any platform where you download our podcast. We hugely appreciate it. Help us beat Joel Osteen. That's important. Oh, yeah. We shot ahead of him when we went to our weekly format. We were so happy. Yeah, it lasted for one day, but it was such a good day. Take that, Joel. You can also support this and all our investigations by going to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate. Thank you to all our donors. You are the best. And you know how else you could support us? By vaccinating your children. (laughs) True, or your dog or cat. But also, you can buy a Jumbotron. Yes. Maybe you want to say happy birthday to your mom or a... propose to someone (gasps) please propose to someone on this show that would be magical oh you look you look twitter are you so excited because you just want to be part of this or because you would love to be proposed to that way (laughs) yes everyone please propose to me (laughs) on the show pay for it i'm gonna say i didn't mean necessarily to you but just in in the similar situation (laughs) a show that you listen to you were proposed to by your significant other. I see. <laughs> I'm not saying no, everyone thinking... should propose marriage to Carrie. <laughs> uh, no, I was picturing getting to read that someone else was proposing. Oh yeah, you're to... just you're yeah. happy for them. Yeah, I'm happy for you these love, imaginary people. You love to see love in the air. Yeah, I was I was picturing that it like I, I got to read like Kathy is asking Stanley to marry her. Oh uh, yeah, and it's a classy move. Oh yeah. Well, whatever you want to say, get to the jumbotron at maximumfun.org forward slash jumbotron. But also, you can propose to me. You're just going to have to pay some money to do it. And I will say no, <laughs> but I'd still like it. But if it's Dick Van Dyke? Mm. Hi. Watch out, Drew. A high maybe. What if it's Justin Trudeau? He's the one who wrote the uh, You Have Cancer and I'm in Prison books. <laughs> That's Kevin Trudeau. Oh, right, right, right. He's the Prime Minister of Canada. Who, oh, the handsome one. He's a dreamy guy. Who like sort of knows some things about computing, but not like that impressive. No, but no, no. Like he, he had a very good definition of... The definition was fine, but it was just like... Quantum computing. That was, was it. He just like knew that instead of one. Look, he's zeros, an impressive, <laughs> handsome man. Though I think he's already (laughs) attached. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'd rather have Dick Van Dyke. All right, fair enough. Anyway. uh... And remember. (laughs) (laughs) These kids, not toxins. Gates McFadden, Marina Sirtis, Larissa Inbator, LeVar Burton, Patrick Stewart look like movie stars. Yeah. yeah. Everybody else is like, you should just be on TV. <laughs> sort of like uh, when podcasters do this live. Yeah. Ben, the greatest generation is going back out on tour. We're taking a, a new show out on tour about Star Trek First Contact. And whether or not you're a Star Trek fan, I think you're going to love this live show. You come to our live show, you get Star Trek jokes. You get fart jokes. The whole gamut. So come on out. It's bit.ly slash ggtour2017. That's bit.ly slash ggtour2017. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.